All I knew was about, all I knew was the things I saw in the news, like the, like, um, terrorists, all those thoughts. So uh, I didn't really know what to expect. But uh, when we got there, everybody was so nice, and uh, we were uncomfortable probably the whole time. We were. But uh, the Matthiases took us in and uh, really like, showed us what they do there and uh, how they do it and uh, what sacrifices they made in order to do what they're doing and uh, uh, how they're trying to convert Muslims to Christians. And uh, yeah, we took a two-hour Arabic class, and I think I probably remember two words from it. <laughs> and uh, that's probably the biggest thing there is the language barrier. It's hard to talk to people, but they do most of their work in cabs, so I thought that was pretty cool. How, what would you tell to somebody if you had one thing that you could tell them as a lesson? What would you tell them that's changed um, your perspective? Uh, probably the, how I like, view people before I meet them. Because mm-hmm. I, I was expecting like, kind of not really chaos, but like, not peace and calm like it was. Yeah. Because... So people are people. Yeah, people are people. Yeah. Well, thank you for being up here and sharing. And I know there's probably some more curious questions on, we did ride camels. Yep. We did see some ridiculous stuff. And I'll tell you right now, I've had some of the most powerful experiences ever with Colby in a room in the middle of Cairo. And he's up here because he has more stories to tell you. So come and ask him. Pass that mic off. You did great, man. <coughs> Uh, my name's Nate. Um, I've been going to Kingsway for a while, probably four or five years, and I help with the youth group on Wednesday nights, um, Colby's sister, the junior class, so shout out. <laughs> no. um, anyway, so um, my faithfulness, um, a big part of 2019 for me was, um, for me and my wife, was being able to get involved with the Miller Youth Sports Program, because that's where we're from, is Miller. And um, it, was a, it was a hard thing to take in. We didn't know if we wanted to do it. We didn't know if there was going to be anybody else to take over. So we prayed about it for a while, and we felt like God led us to that. So we ended up doing it, and I'll tell you what, it's not easy. It's not. Steve knows. He's out there. And um, it's a lot of long days, long nights, but we felt like... Um, the kids needed it. You know, you don't know where they've come from. You don't know their home life. It's a good opportunity to get them out of that and show them leadership, encouragement, patience, enjoy doing it. Um, um, I also got the opportunity to, to be blessed to go to Egypt with Trevor and Colby. Um, it, was, it was amazing over there. And um, one thing I, I learned from being over there was, like Colby said, the sacrifices that everybody in Live Dead has over there. Um, They give up a lot. There's a lot of cool stories from the families we got to meet from different parts of the world, and the language is super hard. And um, 
the love the people have in Egypt for each other is not what we expected. Um, we're walking in the middle of the street at 7 o'clock in the evening. There's 20 million people out there, and you feel uncomfortable. <laughs> I mean, because you don't know anyone, and I felt super safe. I mean, people come up to us, hey, how are you? And we're like, whoa, you know, but it was a good time. But my biggest thing I would say that the wisdom I would have to give in my journey is just trusting in the Lord, trusting in Jesus, praying your problems, your anxiety, your fears, and just trusting that he'll take care of it. So, Thanks for sharing, Nate. I know that that youth program, along with some of the stuff that you guys did here at Christmas time, yeah. with some of the gifts that you were able to give, I know that you and your wife have been almost every Wednesday with the junior class. Um, you guys have watched, but also been a part of what God has been up to. And I'd love for you guys to go and talk to Nate about a lot of the things that God has shown his faithfulness in. And you'll find that each of the people up here are not here just by random picking a f number in the phone book, <laughs> uh, but they've been chosen because I've seen and heard and know a little bit more about what's going on. So please, I know Nate would love to talk to you more about that. Thanks, Nate. Yep. Down the line? Go down the line. Well, hello. I'm Garrett. Um, so the first question is, like, how has God been faithful in 2019? And I think I kind of, if I'm sitting up here, I have to say, or at least start off, in April, I got to go to Barcelona, Spain, which if, I don't know if you guys know anything about skateboarding, but that's the city you go to. That's the city you go to <laughs> if you want to skate and see the craziest things. Are you a so, skater? No. <laughs> yeah, I'm, okay, yeah, I'm a skater. No, you're good, I'm you're good. I just want to make sure. Yeah, sorry. I'm a skateboarder, and... Um, so I got the opportunity to do a Christian skate ministry school, which is like, I don't know, that's the craziest thing that I've heard of. Like for myself, I'm just like, that's insane. Like I get to actually go and do this. And I think, um, I don't know, I think I had so much, I had like, I had trust that I was going to be able to go on this thing. And I started in April. But at the same time, I like, I had so many doubts. I'm like, okay, there's no way that, I'm like, I don't have any money. Like, I didn't do a very good job of saving up. It cost like $6,000, and I had like 1000 And I was like, I'm going in like two months. I'm like, okay, maybe I screwed up here. Maybe I'm not going on this thing. But I think what it, like, it really is, it's just like, because like, I don't know, every time that I would just like have a doubt in my mind about like, like, dang, I'm not going to go because I don't have this money. I, could, I would get a call from someone just randomly that day, and they're like, hey, we really want to support you. We really want to help you out. And then, like, I don't know. I can People sitting up here have really helped me out and just, like, how, I don't know, just how blessed I am, but just how, like, much God cares for me to just go <laughs> and get to skate around the world. I'm just like, it doesn't make sense to me. I don't know if that... Um, if that makes sense at all. And then just coming back home after Europe and just, like, not ready to be at home. And, like, I don't know. I feel like God doesn't care about your comfort, but at the same time, he knows exactly how you feel and where he wants you to be. And I think that's one thing that it just, like, he knows how I feel all the time. And whether it's, like, I, uh, I don't know. I think just, like, he knew I wasn't ready to be at home yet, and that's why I was here for like four days earlier in September, and I just went off again to another a secondary school after that, and I was, I don't know, just being able to go and do that was like, 
really cool because I think there was so much more things he had, he had to teach me. And I think I can go a little bit off Colby just real quick, just like how I view people. Because when I first showed up to this school, I was in Oregon, and like the first thing I thought was like, ah, oh, this is going to suck. I don't know why, but I was like, <laughs> seriously, like I'm not going to like the people here. Oregon's awesome, man. It, it, no, it's pretty. <laughs> but I was like, I'm not going to be able to skate as much as I wanted and all these things. And it's like, yeah, but how much did you, how much did I like? It's like, it doesn't provide me anything other than just like, fun and if I get to do that with Jesus then it's like the best thing ever you know and just like it's pretty much not caring about the things that I like is awesome and uh, I love your heart Garrett and I know that part of the reason why I wanted people to get a chance to hear a little bit of your story because obviously you've been around the world a little bit um, I wanted them to have a chance to know that you love to skate but your passion for Jesus is equal to it and every time I hear you talk about skating you're also asking the questions like where is God calling me what does God want me to do and you have no limits, my friend. You have faith that takes you wherever you feel like God's calling. And I love that about your heart. And I'd love for you guys to get a chance to talk to Garrett about the adventures that God has called him to, but then also some of the things that he's thinking through as a skater kid. Dean, <laughs> I love your heart, man. I've never ollied in my life. <laughs> um, but your heart is huge. So thank you so much, Garrett, for sharing. Thank you. My name's John, John Coward. Many of you know me, some of you don't. Um, I feel like the elder statesman up here. <laughs> <laughs> Older than dirt guy. Um, You're here to tell us the truth, man. Tell us the truth. <laughs> I'm going to tell you the truth. Um, when I got your text earlier this week, I was on a flight uh, with my family or in the airport or something to New York, and my first thought was, oh, darn, it's been faithful because when you ask how has God been faithful, the first thing I thought is, how I've been unfaithful. And to ask the question, how has God been faithful? It's like, how has God been God? And uh, Nina and I were reading out of Hebrews this morning, and it says in there that uh, God never changes. Jesus never changes. Yesterday, today, until he's always the same. And we should always be confident, uh, no no matter how much money we have or don't have or what the circumstances are, because God is with us. And uh, so anyway, I, I avoided texting Trevor as much as I could, <laughs> and then I got back with him, and, and I, I decided if God asked Trevor to do this, then God must want me up here. So well, here I am. So how has God been faithful in 2019? He's been faithful everywhere. Um, as my wife mentioned before, we, uh, before the service started, he's been faithful in everything, in my office, uh, in my family, uh, with... Every part of my life, the big things, and I love this, especially the little things, he's been faithful. Uh, I had a jury trial last July, and the night before, uh, my family was gone, I was home, records, and I thought, this is going to, to quote, Garrett, suck. (laughs) (laughs) They're going to just carve her up. It's going to be awful. And this is a case where my client was offered absolutely nothing before the case. Well, you probably can finish the story. I got up the next morning, I put on my tie, I went to, the, um, went to the courthouse in Christian County, and she was a rock star. Everything went in beautifully, and the jury loved her. And in that case, I told the jury, I'm going to do something I've never done before, which is I'm not going to direct you on how, to, how much money to give her, what to award her. You're going to just do what you think's right. And I'm going to sit back. I didn't tell them this. I'm going to sit back and see what God does. 
says, don't put God to the test. Well, okay, I'm going to put you to the test a little bit. The jury came back with a verdict, double what I was going to ask for. Double. On a zero offer case. Does that ever happen, John? No. That never, never happened. happened. I, people around the courthouse were talking the next day. They'd never seen that happen. Never happened. Never happened before. God has been faithful. Mm. How has that changed my faith? I'm reading the questions. How has that faith, how has that changed my faith for 2020? I think when you have those little assurances, it gives you more confidence, not cockiness, but, but confidence. And so as I go forward, I want to be confident. And even though I'm turning, life still changes, life still happens, and I've got new stuff going on with my family and the office, and, and that's scary for me. I don't like change. I don't do change well. Maybe you're not like that, but it's scary. But I want to go into it with confidence and know that God will never leave me, and he'll never forsake me. Uh, tell one story of God's faithfulness in 2019. Uh, I know a, a, a man from Africa by the name of James Cuffey. We're supporting his daughter, Lynn and I are, to go to school here. I met him several years ago at a prayer breakfast. And he came over to the United States this year in May, and I got a text from Hannah saying, hey, he doesn't have a place to stay, and I don't have a place for him to stay. Can you take care of him? And I want to text back and say, no. <laughs> He's from Africa. I don't know him that well. I can send him money, but having him in my house, I don't know. And uh, it was kind of hard to break the news to Lynn and the girls, and we're going to have this, uh, this very dark and wonderful man, but a man we don't know, in our house for I don't know how long. But Hebrews says, chapter 13, mm. be hospitable. Entertain strangers because they may be uh, angels that you're not aware of. I said, okay, God. And Lynn was great. Okay. And we had him in. It was wonderful at noon. And he said, John, I want to sit down with you. Mm. And he prayed with me. And nobody can pray like an African. Nobody. Nobody can pray. Mm -mm. And he prayed over my family, and I gave him a temporary benefit of a place to stay. He gave me, through God, a permanent blessing to know that I have a brother in Christ halfway around the world that's praying for my family and for me and for my business and for my life every day. Mm. And if I had said no to that, mm. I wouldn't have that blessing. My advice... Uh, one piece of wisdom that uh, I've learned in 2019. And I got this from a book that Trevor just gave me, and I actually read on the plane home yesterday or day before. So I actually learned this in 2020, but I'm going to apply it to 2019. <laughs> go forward in 2020. Totally fine. And it's from a guy who's been a Christian his whole life. He was in the Christian ministry. He was working for youth for, for Christ. I've been a Christian now for 45 years. And... Uh, will be 45 years this coming October, so a long time. And what he said, I want to apply to my life, I'm going to give it to you, and hopefully it'll bless you. And that is, don't live for God, but live with God. Hmm. Don't live for God, but live with God. Older brother, when he came in and was complaining, he was living for his father, but the prodigal son, the younger one that had the party and was in the tent, he was living with his father. Hmm. And so as you go forward, I'm going to ask you or encourage you and encourage myself, I have to preach myself first, is not to live 
for God. That's all good. But it's even better to live with God in the details of your life. Every Thank day. you so much, John, for sharing. I appreciate those stories and encouragements and wisdom. So I am Jade Carr. Um, my husband and I, Zach, have been going to church here for five, six years now. Um, just a little bit about how God has been faithful this year for us. Um, four and a half years ago, just a small portion of our story because mm-hmm. it's too That's much to tell, tell right now. But uh, four and a half years ago, we decided we were ready to start trying for a family. Um, it took us two and a half years to have our little girl that is now two. Um, we were so thankful, uh, answered prayers. So many people here had prayed for us. Um, it was just the best thing ever. Um, she is now two years old. And so the beginning of this year, um, in March actually, I went in to have my gallbladder removed and found out that we were pregnant. Um, totally shocked, uh, complete surprise from God. We had honestly were okay with just our daughter. And I think that that is, uh, it was the biggest blessing. <laughs> um, sorry. Um, it has definitely taught us that never to lose hope, never to lose faith. Um, God always provides no matter what. Um, so <laughs> you're good. The coolest thing is you guys have been volunteering in the youth that whole time. And I found it curious that as you poured into the lives around you, Mm -hmm. that God found your hearts were growing. We had been praying about that, too, getting involved um, in the church and doing more than just coming on Sundays. Um, And so the year before we got pregnant with Raleigh, uh, Trevor had asked us, and we prayed about it. And (laughs) we're like, okay, that's fine. You know, we started out with freshmen. Now our kids are seniors and getting ready to graduate. It's crazy. Um, but that was probably another blessing, too. We were so, we had gotten to the point that we just were letting God be in control of the situation, and we had decided that if we can't have kids, that's fine. We're okay with that. Um, and so being able to be involved in the youth and doing those things, um, it, it definitely took our minds off of it, and we were able to give them more attention um, and get to know them more. And now we have, like, 10 kids, really, because... We have all of these. I remember when you guys got pregnant, and it was this whole group of two, and it was like, I know family is there and stuff, but, and then they're like watching you learn how to be parents, and it's just, it's amazing. It's totally perfect parents, yes. and, <laughs> and I love, I love your guys' hearts, and I know there's so much more to the story than you're able to share in three minutes. If you had one piece of wisdom, what are you, what are you sharing? What are you telling? Don't lose faith. Continue to always pray for the things that... Um, are important to you, um, whether it's, you know, having kids or it's just where's this money going to come from or all of those things. Don't, don't lose faith. Uh, God definitely does provide in his timing. That is probably the most important mm, part. In his it's never when we want it. It's never when we, you know, you can plan all you want, and I am proof of that because my life was supposed to go this way and this way, and it didn't, but it did in God's, God's way for sure. Thank you so much for sharing. Last but not least, by any means. Hi, I'm Kelly. Um, God has been so faithful to me in 2019, so many ways. Um, Like John said, it's the little things. They're not little at all. They're huge. Um, 
I could list them and list them and list them, but really what I wanna say is my 2019 was bruised and broken. It was ugly. It was painful. And as I look back and reflect how has God changed me going forward to 2020, is that he has literally kicked me out of my comfort zone. <laughs> he gave me no choice yep. um, to come out of my comfort zone. And the things that he has shown me, the things that he has taught me, is that Satan plays a really big, really good depression game, even with believers. Um, and with that in mind, as I reflect on that, and, and where do I go from here, Lord? Um, he put two words in my, my mind, more than. And he wants us to know, as children of God, as believers, as non-believers, he wants us to know we are more than. I am more than, you are more than, we are more than our hurts, we are more than a number, we're more than a bank account, a number on a scale, an addiction, a bad choice, a mistake, an accident. We are so much more than that. We are loved beyond belief. And if we're not careful, Satan will put that light out. And when he puts that light out, then we're in trouble. So going by what everyone said, um, I think there's a reason here. We have to look at each other. I know, I know you because I know me. I pray for them. I'll pray. Oh, something's wrong with them. I'll pray for them. But what we need to be doing is we need to be, be the church. I know mm -hmm. you said to me mm -hmm. when I came to you and said, what do I do? You said, be the church. So instead of just praying for these people, we need to go talk to these people. How can we help? If you think someone needs help, ask them if they need help. And if you are the one that needs help, ask for help. It's not a weakness. It's a strength. Don't let Satan tell you the lie because God is the light. And as a child of God, you are more than anything that happens in your life. And that's what he told me to say. Oh, I'm not crying. Um, here's what's so cool, Kelly. So I, I, I sent this message out. I got a bunch of people, and uh, yours was one of the names I got back last, and I was just like, I was so hopeful that you were going to be able to share just a little bit. I know that you're willing to share even more if someone wants to come and talk, but I go and talk, and I always tell people, if anybody's not been on the stage, it's actually much harder the 20 minutes before you get on stage than the 20 minutes you're on stage. Before stage, you're freaking out. Uh -huh. And so I like to check in on, make sure everybody's okay. And she was so confident, you guys. She knew exactly what she had to say. She was nervous, but she knew exactly what she needed to say. And I'm telling you right now, you're here to hear that. I'm telling you, you're here to hear that. She's, she's being the church, and I hope you're, you're encouraged by her words, and you're encouraged by all their stories and their words. And I mean this when I say this. These are the Someone came back with a stone from the middle of the Jordan, and they put it in that pile, and then those kids asked questions. And the people around them asked questions. They had these types of things in their mind. They had these stories, generations of stories, stored up. So here's what we're going to do together. You're going to get a chance to add to the story. We're going to give you a chance and we're going to sing a couple songs. And as we do, I want you to write down how God has been faithful in your life. I want you to write down your testimony, your story of God's faithfulness, because he hasn't changed, but you've encountered him this year. You've seen him move. And I'm not talking about blessings. I'm talking about God's faithfulness.
And what you're going to do is you're going to write those down with that pen and that card. And then we have these boards up here. They got these little red thumbtacks. You're going to take that and you're going to stick it to that board. And by the end, you're going to get to see all the stones that we have together. All the ways that God has proven once again, unchanging, faithful, and true. So if you will, let me pray. Let me ask God to do it again. To show in our hearts. And let's move as the church. And let's tell these stories of our God who is faithful. 